What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on wax. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy, Buzz. I'm joined by my dude, Goose, a.k.a. Bull Scripted. We're here after a Chicago Bulls victory, the fourth victory in a row, this time over the Atlanta Hawks, 130-118. to 118. Before we get into this, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at ontapsportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Also, if you are watching on Twitter or Facebook, over to the YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop into the comment section. Let's talk about these wins or losses, which really aren't happening anymore. Let's talk about these wins. Hop into the comment section with us and talk some shit. Goose, second night. Second Bulls win in a row, back-to-back. I think this one was more fun than last night. I don't know about you, but I think it was. It was definitely a lot more fun, and part of that is because the game was closer than it should have been. Bulls came out a little flat like a team on a back-to-back in that first quarter. Uh, Trey was killing Kobe, and Kobe was giving us nothing. And it was, uh, you know, it wasn't like out of hand bad, but it it, it didn't feel good either. Um, But after that, Zach Levine just said, fuck this shit for the most part. Yeah, no, Zach. Yeah, Zach had a really good second quarter. I mean, uh, you know who started off the game real well was DeMar DeRozan with a 15-point first quarter. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> Zach picked him up in the second. Uh, Kobe, yeah. I actually had put out a tweet on Kobe. Uh, it, it, during the game, I was just like, man, you know, Kobe's got to get his shit together, dude, because he once Zoe and Caruso get back, if he's not going to add scoring, and I'm not saying he's even been bad defensively. The narrative on that this season, like from his past seasons, can be there. But for this season, I think he's been pretty serviceable since we've he's been back. He hasn't been a terrible defender. It's in the numbers. If, if you're going to try to go numbers-wise, it's in the numbers. He hasn't been bad. But if he's going to get cooked like he was and not be in the right spots how he should have been, he needs a score. And if he's not doing that, there's no place for him in the rotation. And I'll tell you what, he got the memo <laughs> in the second half. He got the memo, whether or not he looked at the box score or whether Chris Fleming got in his ass and let him know, like, you got to fucking figure it out, man. Like, I, I can't play you over fucking Matt Thomas. My, my money <laughs> is on uh, his brother, Will, sending him some motivational uh, text messages. Yes. Making yes. sure fucking Kobe's like, yo, Kobe, you're getting cooked right now. And they're, yeah. and they, and they're shitting on you on Twitter. You better figure your shit out. Yeah. We'll, but, we'll let them know what was happening would be my guess. And uh, Kobe definitely showed us the positive side in the second half, like you were saying. Hit a lot of big shots there. Anytime he dunks the ball, I get so excited. I don't know why. I don't know why you get more excited when guys who aren't supposed to dunk dunk. 
but it, it, it makes me feel really good when Kobe yams on somebody. Yeah, I dig it. I love when Kobe does that shit, for sure. I'm just glad he had a good second half. You know, I'll, re- I'll go through his stat line here. Five for 11, three for seven from downtown. Uh, didn't attempt any free throws. Uh, 13 points, four rebounds, no assists, two steals, and only one turnover. He did have five uh, personal fouls tonight, but that is what it is. He started off the game terrible. I don't even know if he had a bucket in the first half. I'm pretty sure so. he didn't. So, um I should have probably taken more notes tonight. Uh, I didn't take a lot of notes. It was I had to give my kids a bath during halftime, and then third quarter started. My note taking was pretty abysmal. But um, g- getting into the first quarter, I want to talk about that a little bit. Demar Derozan, man, I did an article over at On Tap today about basically the comments that Zach Levine had made about how he's learned a lot from Demar and like settling down in those crucial, uh, you know, winding down moments of the game you know, and just the poise that DeMar DeRozan has and how he carries himself. He did that in the first quarter today, which was really cool because Atlanta started off pretty feisty, man. I mean, the Bulls started off good too. I mean, you know, they're hitting their shots and shit, but Atlanta was hitting threes there. I felt like they were hustling a bit more. I mean, you know, this is a team with a bunch of 10 day contract guys on it. These guys are going to play really hard. And if there's anything we learned, I mean, going back to yesterday's show, how we're dying for Matt McClung to get in there because we're miserable and we will in inside. We were miserable back in the day we want to see these G leaguers get in and fucking make a, a an impact but that's what a lot of their roster was tonight and DeMar settled that down in the first quarter with a 15 point performance though the Bulls were outscored 36 to 31 in the first quarter DeMar kept them in it man no without DeMar this game would have gotten out of hand in that first quarter and who knows what we would have seen so um his steadying hand and just reliability you know any situation whether it's closing a game or keeping a game close or getting you that bucket that doesn't let it get to that double-digit lead. I believe Atlanta's largest lead was nine. Um, So we never really got to that 10-point deficit. Um, Just having that cool hand guy that just brings you back into reality uh, when you need it and keeps you in the game. He gave us, you know, that first quarter. um, And Zach and Kobe, I guess Kobe kind of had the third there. Yeah, he Um, did. Kobe and Vooch had the third. Kobe and Vooch had the third. Vooch had, like, at least three threes in the fourth. Yeah. Because yeah. that banker, that banker was huge. The bank was open, baby. The bank the was bank open. Was open That's fucking sweet, man. It's fucking amazing. But I mean, just for uh, Charles on Facebook, who just wrote to us, this was the Vooch we all wanted when he was traded to Chicago. Listen, I mean, you guys have to look at his career percentages. Yes, he started off the season slow, but I, I just can't get with, I see the camera doing what you're t- telling me. It's driving me fucking nuts. I have to figure out a way to fix this. If anybody knows how to fix a razor camera webcam where it doesn't do that oh i think i just did it did i do it no you were just doing the woodpecker not the camera oh are you sure sure? like fuck i was answering this guy's question i'm moving back and forth like an idiot all right anyway um his career percentages were going to line back up eventually at least in my mind i thought they were i didn't think it just did it again motherfucker anyway you know I'm, i'm glad to see that he he's actually you know being talked about in the in the light that he should be Vooch is a good player he's gonna hit his shots he's a high IQ guy too and um defensively even tonight man a couple big blocks from him putting the body on people in the fucking paint I mean it was absolutely amazing Vooch was making shit happen and he's gonna continue to do that it's the second good game in a uh for him in a row you know he had uh 24 points 17 rebounds six assists one steal and four blocks tonight dude Four fucking blocks tonight for Nikola Vucevic. I mean, he's a plus 15 and my favorite to use to my narrative plus minus. So I 
I love what I'm seeing out of him. Did you just avoid the whole entire Matt Thomas part of that? Oh, okay. Yeah, so Matt Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't want to. So Matt Thomas, he, he had three three-pointers tonight, man, and he played, what did he fucking play, like 20-something minutes? 19 minutes. So he's 19 minutes, three for six uh, from the field. That's three for five from downtown. He had nine points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. Plus one in the plus minus. You know, Matt Thomas, you know, he's making shit happen. You know, he's 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 taking he's taking advantage of the time that he's getting out there. Um I don't want to talk about Mac Thomas really. <laughs> I'd rather I would rather have been Mac McClung out there. But you know, hey, Matt Thomas is doing his job. He hit the three pointers he was supposed to hit tonight. He provides spacing for when DeMar leaves the game or Zach leaves the game and he's out there to, you know, take advantage of them trying to get to the rim. So yeah, you know, good game from Matt, Matt Thomas. As yeah. long as he keeps finding open threes and making them look silky smooth, I'm all for Matt Thomas getting minutes. But that mid-range nonsense has to go. And uh, I'm I'm totally cool with him not playing meaningful basketball once we're healthy. Again. Yeah, no, once we're healthy, things need to change. Uh, that, that's for damn sure. So um, as you had said, you know, the, the calming factor of DeMar DeRozan there with his 15-point performance in the first quarter. DeMar ends up scoring, I think, uh, 11 points. In the fourth quarter, he does still lead the league in fourth quarter scoring. As of today, it was at 7.9 points per game in the fourth quarter, so eight points per game in the fourth quarter. Um, He finishes the game off with 35 points. He was a plus seven in the plus minus. He had 10 assists tonight, five rebounds, and three turnovers. Uh, Zach Levine, let's talk about him. He Second quarter for Zach, he came out absolutely on fire, trying to match DeMar, basically, of what DeMar did in the first quarter. Uh, you can do, I can do better. Exactly. 30 points for Zach Levine tonight, nine assists for Zach tonight, one steal, two turnovers, and four boards. The ball movement between Nikola Vucevic, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and Zach Levine was awesome. Uh, the Bulls finished with 29 team assists, and again, DeRozan had 10, Vuce had six, and Zach had nine. So uh, it you should know. be illegal to be as athletic and silky smooth as Zach Levine is, whether it's effortless um, floating through the air like a magician or these tough shots, like the shots that he makes in these deep corners with defenders outreached hand is, is mind blowing. I don't know how he gets the shot off, let alone putting it in the precise location of touching nothing but the net. It is, it is mesmerizing. And I, I can't believe there's literally people that thought he was going to be a bad basketball player or thought he is, was, whatever, bad basketball player. Like, how does how do you come to that conclusion watching this man play? I think that they just wanted him to be overrated. I don't know. I mean, you know, he was, you know, late lottery pick in 2014 or whatever it was. And, you know, if the results aren't right there in front of a lot of new gen, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like the old guy in the room here, but a lot of new generation basketball fans like, oh, he's not, yeah. Yeah, he's not polished at first. He, he'll never get there. You, you can't improve your game. Guy's fucking 28 years old. I mean, or 27. He's 27 or 28. I mean, he he's just gotten better and better. And, it, and when you actually put talent around him, a guy like DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, guys that – I mean, I know Vuce hasn't been as often as DeRozan has been, but but winners like that. This cat, dude, is unbelievable. Is unbelievable. I'm sorry about this, everybody. Hello, Boo, making his nightly appearance on Bulls on Tap. Um, oh, bye. Oh my God! Really? Who by? Took me out. Cat took me out. We're good. We're back. We're back in action. But anyway, fucking anyway. God damn. Anyway, 
Uh, Zach Levine being taught by DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic. I mean, it's just elevated his game. I mean, even I think uh, Bill Wennington and Adam were talking about that on the broadcast towards the end of the game, just like how DeMar was really closing the shit out. And, but the other night, DeMar told Fleming, like, give it to Zach. Zach's the one that's, you know, got the hot hand right now. I think Zach seeing that you can, he doesn't have to be the guy that keeps him in every single game and that he has teammates that he can rely on and that they rely on him. I think it's just absolutely open windows up to his game that weren't open before. How big of a warm-up do you think playing on that Olympic team was to kind of prep Zach for learning how to play off the ball more, doing more things off the ball, and learning to affect the game in other ways, you know, that maybe he didn't before because he was solely focused on carrying this Bulls offense. He had to every night, and now um, not only does that come easier for him because he has these players, but uh, he, he gets to do other things. Uh, no, I, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it was absolutely massive, and I, I feel like we kind of forgot to talk about that a lot lately, you know, just because as the season's gone on, it's old news or whatever. I'm not saying a gold medal's old news, but, I mean, it's just not in the present. And But, no, I think that was absolutely massive for Zach, and I actually kind of forgot about it. I mean, that was the prelude to this season. He went and played in China for in, in, with Team USA. And he won a gold medal with the most talented players in the world on Team USA. And I think that really did help his game. But And, I, again, I think they all go hand in hand, really, between DeRozan being here and Zach playing on Team USA, DeRozan and Vooch, and Lonzo, a guy like Lonzo Ball, who, you know, Zach plays He's, great he, with. He, who you could see that was really missed in this first quarter. Uh, yeah. Throughout the whole game, but mainly in that first quarter. Um, I was having Lonzo, Lonzo withdrawals for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've totally felt in my mind that Javante Green or Kobe White on Trey Young was going to drive me absolutely up a fucking wall. And I, I and it started to happen at first because I'll tell you what, man, like I respect other – like I, I'm a big LaMelo ball guy. It's not because I'm a ball family guy, but I, I like – LaMelo was doing some dirty stuff tonight too. I didn't see that, so I'll have to check that out. I, only, I was really locked in on the Bulls game because I had to watch a lot of it on my phone because it was, you know, early start with the kids and all that, all that stuff. But – um. You know, I like Chris Paul's game. Like, I like all these guys' games, you know. But Trey Young, he mm, – does he drive me fucking nuts. I don't like his hair. I don't like his face. I, I don't. I don't I don't like fucking Trey Young. I don't like Trey Young. I can't stand him. People say, oh, he's so fucking talented. No, no, yeah, he could shoot the rock, no doubt about it. But his quiet crying and bitching, he's been in the league for 20 fucking minutes, drives me absolutely insane. I just want to throw that out there. I, I cannot stand Trey Young. So I, I would love to see when Zoe comes back. Because they have three other matchups against Atlanta, right? It's th- we have three more. Yeah, I don't think we played Atlanta yet. Yeah, that was our first time tonight. So we have three more against Atlanta this season. And when Zoe is back, I cannot wait to see the rotation of Zoe and Alex Caruso piss this fucking guy off so much that they're going to have to rely on, like, I won't know I'm going to say his name in a minute here because I know I don't want to upset you on the pod. But, um, you know, they have to rely on a guy like John Collins or <clears throat> Cam Reddish to uh to beat us you know and i knew you were going to be upset man i saw you put that tweet out and i'm like oh fuck goose has got to be crying right now that this dude is just draining fucking shots left and right yeah dude he's you remember when he was coming out of fucking duke right and everybody was just like oh he (laughs) zion and rj reddish ain't shit he ain't gonna be shit yeah no reddish is fucking good dude and if he's put in the right situation (laughs) like he's going to be a really bad motherfucker you can argue no, he's I, had a better career than fucking Zion Williamson's had so far. Because Zion doesn't fucking play. So, I mean. I, I'm not going to touch that one. I just, I I just mean, did. 
I just I, mean, I gotta... uh, we we definitely got to probably watch Cam Reddish. Uh, his best game as a pro so yeah. far tonight. Yeah. So that was nice as a Bulls fan and a Cam Reddish fan to be able to watch that in a Bulls win. Uh, yeah. As much as it was painful in the moment to watch him keep draining these threes because, you know, he was doing his best Zach Levine impersonation. He was draining a lot of really difficult shots. Dude, it was um, fucking gnarly, man. He he went 8 for 13 from downtown tonight, 11 from 23 from the field. He had 33 points and four boards. So, no, I mean, as much as Kobe turned it up in the second half, having somebody like Cam Reddish on this roster that fits better with this core that you've assembled, um, that would be some fun stuff. And obviously, you know, that's something we get to look for. It's hard to remember. We we have Patrick Williams still. Like, obviously, we're not going to have him for most of this year. But um, it's clear that we're probably going to be in some form of the playoffs uh, for a decent, hopefully at least, Two rounds. Yeah, yeah. I definitely so, think two rounds. So, like, you get somebody like that back, and I don't know. Like, it is just so beautiful how quick this team has come together, and even shorthanded without the best two, you know, point-of-attack defenders in the league with a point guard like Trey Young to deal with tonight. Uh, Bulls still pulled it out because you can talk about who the Hawks were missing, but the Bulls are missing players, too. No, absolutely. I'm glad that you brought that up too. I mean, the Hawks were fucking ravaged, though. I mean, it was bad. Hey, the Bulls, you the got Bulls, Trey Young, Bogey, and Cam Reddish. I don't want to hear shit. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. But yeah, I gotta Capella. give Cam Reddish. Yeah, Capella too. I mean, rebounding machine. He couldn't stop our guy Vooch, though. I do want to shout out real quick. Io Desumu again. Fucking great game from this guy. 25 minutes for him tonight, Goose. Um, Legend. Yeah, four for six from the field. He had eight points, two assists, one block. I mean, basically, he came in providing some pretty good defense for us when we needed it. Um, wanted to shout him out. And Troy Brown Jr. had probably one of the sickest shots of the fucking night uh, with the clock running out and just drains a three. Absolutely love that shit. Um, just yeah, so everybody Zach danced with it and was like, here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody just, that was like that shot clock cheese in 2K. He just fucking threw it to him right away, shoots the rock, call it a day. Um, we have a couple questions here. Um, we got one from D Trip. Do you guys think? The, uh, we will need another big come the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what buyout candidates are going to look like. As of right now, I'm not ready to commit to trading anybody on this team with how well they're performing together as a unit. But I do think that size is going to be needed. Um, you yeah, go ahead. yeah. We've, we've got Embiid. We've got Giannis. I, I think if you want to uh, bam at a bio with the heat, if you want to be serious in these playoffs, I do think we're going to need some kind of size. Um, but I Marvin Bagley. I, I, yeah, that would be nice. But I, I love the word that you said there, buyout. We're actually going to be a legitimate candidate for like those top caliber veterans that just yeah. want off of teams. Fuck you, Paul um, Millsap. You could have had it all. Could have had, <laughs> had it all, man. Um, as I say that, as he's on the first place then, team in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> he, he might have Kevin Durant. He probably does have it all. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just the fact that we're actually going to be contenders and that kind of stuff too, that that comes with this luxury of being a good team and having a good chemistry and a good core of guys that people want to come play with is you get discounts, you get veterans minimums, you get guys asking their front offices, Hey, I want to leave. I want to go play with the bulls. They got something cooking over there. Um, and being in that talk is in a different aspect. That's exciting in itself as a bulls fit outside of the product. We're getting to watch nightly. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another question from Stuart33. What does it take to trade for Cam Reddish at this point? Can the Hawks pay him and Hunter? I I just think that's a pipe dream at this point. I don't think that the Bulls get Cam Reddish. Um, I don't know what they're going to try to do to attempt to pay both of those guys. Um, my heart would say they're probably going to try to pay Hunter first. But, I mean, Cam Reddish is going to go into restricted free agency. What was that, next year, right? Or is that this year? I have to look. Yeah, because yeah, he's only in year he's, three. He's the same year as Kobe. Right, so he's in year three. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, um, I guess we'll see what happens with that. But uh, I, I don't think – I have. think these two questions kind of coincide in a way that I think the Bulls need more big man depth uh, yeah. than they do wing depth. another wing. As much as I love Cam Reddish and I'd love to have an even swap of him and Kobe on this roster – um, I think somebody like Troy Brown Jr., who we saw step in tonight, and Io, you have these kind of versatile uh, wing players that can give you a little bit of everything that you can mix and match in there. Um, because you have Zach and you have Demar, so those are your your key go to wing guys there. Right, right. I definitely agree with that. Uh, next game uh, will take place at the United Center. That'll be on Wednesday, uh, the 29th at 7 p.m. Bulls taking on the Hawks, so the Hawks will be coming to Chicago. Um, Obviously, we got to see the Hawks tonight. I don't know who will be out of protocols for them and who, you know, will be in protocols for them. Bring um, it yeah. Hopefully, we get Zill back. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm really hoping because Trey Young, in the morning today, it said that he was, you know, not going to play, but then he had a negative test in the morning, and I think I believe they tested him, like, a little bit before the game, and then he was negative. Was it, like, two hours before that report came out? So it was, like, two hours before the game they tested him again. It was a second uh, negative test. So he was good to go. I don't really fully understand how they're doing this. I thought it was supposed to be 24 hours apart, but I'm not even going to. I want teams at full strength. I don't want teams at the end of the season, uh, even though, you know, we've been killed with this too. Uh, But to your point, is he like sitting in a hotel across the way, just like getting tested? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I just, I don't fully understand how the NBA is going about everything. And I don't really want to speculate on it either. Um, so, I mean, it's just kind of, at this point, I'm not really sure. I mean, if, if he's good to go, he's fucking good to go. I mean, guy didn't look sick. He, no, looked like, he just looked like an it, asshole. Hopefully it works in our favor. Uh, we had Zoe on Twitter saying that we jinxed him uh, because, you know, there was articles out there about how I missed him so much and how he's he's just a homebody. Oh, there we yeah, go. I missed him so much. I had to wear my Zoe jersey tonight just to – got the ball jersey on. I got the ball jersey on. I can't rock real jerseys. I just don't look good in them. You look great in your real jersey. You got the tats, so you got to do it. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's all good with the tats and everything, but it's just like I I don't know why. I feel like my shoulders are too skinny. It's a self-conscious thing I have. I just I don't know. I look like tats. You don't have the tits. I got you. Yeah, right. Exactly. I just don't have. I just don't have it. I don't have the pecs that I can bounce up and down and shit. You know, I just don't have that. You know, I'm looking to this box score a little bit more too. You know what pisses me off again and grinds my gears? Twelve for fucking twelve from the free throw line. For Trey Young tonight, the Bulls attempted 14 as a fucking team. And Demar struggled from the line tonight. That was uh, weird to watch. Last two games, been, yeah, no, last two games he he's kind of missed some free throws. I was like, whoa, not really used to seeing that. He went five for eight tonight. Very uncharacteristic, but I'm not going to bitch too much. I mean, I was fuck. hoping you're going to call them gimmies I mean, because that's that's what they are. They're they're gimmies. We, we should officially change the the term free throws to. Gimmies. Okay, yeah, we could do that. I, I, I you know, you, you get your points at the charity stripe. I like to, I like to call it the charity stripe too, you know. But hey. charity's free. Exactly, charity's <laughs> free. 
it's not free for the donators, but it's it, it's free. Um, <laughs> I got much else, man. Um, oh fuck, I do actually have one more thing. So you brought up Patrick Williams before, and how we keep forgetting about him. I traded him. You traded him. Shit, I, I did. I did. Is, I tra- this, is this another uh, live surprise for Keith? <laughs> yeah, no, I I traded him in NBA Two K. Um, okay. I I may or may not have been under the influence of alcohol when I did it, but it looked really good to me when I did it. Mm-hmm. So I I did get Jeremy Grant from the Pistons, mm. and now I really don't know yeah. what that does for size that you brought up against guys. I mean, Jeremy Grant's a, a bigger dude, but I mean, he's not like a guy, like you said, he's not going to stop fucking and beat. Well, no one's going to stop and beat or Giannis or anything like that, you know, but he, I, mean, uh, I do think he is uh, probably one of the best matchups in the league, just in the sense that he's long and athletic and, you know, solid defensively. Nobody's going to stop Giannis. Right. Uh, so, somebody too big is too slow for Giannis because Giannis is just that kind of freak. Right. Um, so uh, I think that matchup would be all right. Um, but I mean, that's that's a move. If it's there, I'm all for that. I yeah, mean, I, did, Zach, I did it. I felt really fucking good about it. Zach and Jeremy have that chemistry. Uh, you bring in another all star caliber player. <laughs> Not that we, we need more, but we'll take them all. Fuck yeah. Um, God damn, dude. Especially know, in these contracts, bring, bring them on. Yeah, Come especially on. with the way that Billy's been maneuvering this and the way this team's set up. I mean, I think Jeremy Grant's pretty plug and play there. If, if that's a move that's available, I'm not really afraid of what that costs. Like, yeah, no, this is I'm the not. window. Like, do it. Yeah, DeRozan's 32, 30, you know, 32 years old, right? 33, something well, like no, that. Well, like, you no, know, like, like we're talking with the Hawks here. Well, they can't afford to pay all these guys. We can't afford to pay everybody forever either. Right. You know, you got to swing when you can swing. And right now might be that swing because Zach's going to get fucking paid here. Um, oh, he's uh, uh, at this point, dude. He might even get the supermax. Like he, well, we, we might be throwing him the fucking supermax. If the season were to end today, right now, all NBA supermax. teams, are you on that? Ah, he's got. He's, that's how he gets a supermax. He has to make the all NBA team. I mean, the guard pool is so hard, and that's. But that's how he makes the supermax. Oh, I know. Yeah, I uh, know. Um. So, I mean, yeah. Also, I got his noises for you because the, the all NBA as a guard is just so hard to crack. Because God damn, his, all your right now, his, his, his clutch stats, his fourth quarter scoring, his overall scoring, his percent, his shooting percentages. I mean, obviously, he, he's no doubt a two time all star right now. No doubt about oh, it. The way the Bulls are playing, you cannot keep I this mean, guy he, out. Of he's game. a legitimate MVP fucking candidate. Again, and there's, cool. remember, there's three all NBA teams. There's three all NBA teams. Okay. So, you know, if he makes one of them. And last year he was getting votes as a forward. So right. maybe that's three spots that are available for him. Maybe he's not just locked into guard, especially the way that the Bulls play. You know, they play small a lot. He gets pushed down into that forward spot in the rotation there. So, yeah. uh, you know, maybe that, that does give him a better shot. So, I mean, in a nutshell, dude, like I know we were talking about the 2K thing with Grant, but like I'm putting everybody around Zach that I can. And in Grant, I, mean, I know it's a video game, but if you get a chance, anybody that's listening to this podcast, run over to YouTube after you're done listening and just watch some fucking uh B ball breakdowns video on Jeremy Grant or, or Ball is Life's breakdown on him or just highlights if you know Ball and check him out and what he could do. He could hit the three at a decent clip, he can create for himself, he brings some size. He's you know, pretty much what you hope Patrick Williams is going to be. Right. That's basic. Yeah. I mean, we hope Patrick Williams, everybody, you know, uh, I know you hated the comparisons of when they said, oh, young, young, don't, don't, don't do it. 
closure is young Kawhi. Um, you know, we call just him case, fucking paw. Yeah, the fucking paw, right? Instead of the claw, it's the paw. You know, I mean, but at, at the end of the day, it's an immediate upgrade. I almost uh, forgot about that nickname. Yeah, Stewart thirty three asks, "How long is Grant out for?" It'll be another five weeks. He was going to be reevaluated in six weeks for his thumb injury. Um, and then, so it's, I think five weeks now, or at least four and a half, five weeks, then he'll be reevaluated and they will go from there to determine whether or not he's ready to come back or if he's still needs to fit. Yeah. Dude, that dude, right. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, they're both fucking discounted and Pat's fucking hurt with a wrist injury. You know, discount. discount. Right. I mean, go ahead and trade. If Grant is healthy enough to come back, he's going to bring Detroit some wins here and there. Don't you do it. Here he is. Boo. Hello, boo. The, the name is so fitting. Yeah, no shit. Um, oh, you're doing a podcast. Yeah, but boo. he's gonna he's gonna win, you know, Detroit some games. So if they want to get back in the fucking top of the, uh, you know, this cat is unbelievable, dude. If he if they want to get back in the, um, you know, the top part of the draft, go ahead and trade Grant away. Why not? Go ahead and trade no, away. I mean, they're clearly in that Kennery building mode. Right. Um, I mean, you know, they added Cade Cunningham. They have some young talent over there that doesn't really fit. The pay or the window they kind of sold to Jeremy Grant of being the guy. I mean, look at I me. Mean, the team is a fucking wreck. So go ahead. Just tank. Get a high draft pick. Build around Cade Cunningham. And let Jeremy Grant go. Away. And, and then that would be Patrick Williams, too. I mean, he's young well, as shit. I mean, they'd have a great team. I mean, Detroit would be scary. I wouldn't want to deal with them, you know, as all of our guys are kind of on the decline there as we lose Vooch and DeMar and we're finding replacements for that, which I think would be pretty easy if you have Lonzo, Zach, Jeremy Grant uh, on your roster, which is the other aspect to this that is a move that not only opens the window and keeps that window open for now, but keeps it open for the future. You keep oh, it poor once once that time on, you know, your two uh, – all-star caliber players in DeMar and Vooch expires here in the next two or three years. Yeah, and then, I mean, I love that you said that because then you still have guys like Zoe, and if you trade for Grant, Grant and and, and Levine's still there. That, you know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's not a really wrong way to go about it, really. I mean, just obviously try to get some size if you're going to go that route and make a trade. Um, Grant brings that. I mean, a guy like Harrison Barnes brings that too, and I'm, I'm a big Harrison Barnes guy. I mean, he definitely good role player. He could get you the points. He could hit the three. He could defend decently, you know, but I just kind of want that, you know, that younger long-term kind of, right. That's what I'm kind of looking for. It's both timelines, double dipper. Right. Um, Well, one thing we've seen is this front office is going to be aggressive, which is exciting. We're we're not going to sit on our hands with this opportunity in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm totally bought in, man. It's fucking nuts. Uh, You know, I was sitting there, I was going to put out a tweet today from the bulls on tap account, like that we did, like 200 and something episodes of absolute. Close sometimes we had fun. Well, sometimes we had fun, you know, like, I mean, we had fun all the time. We wouldn't do it. We were having fun, but we were like, God, man, I can't wait for this fucking payoff. You know, this payoff is going to be super sweet. And it, it didn't just go that way. And like, now we're like yeah, 200. No, no Luka Doncic's arrived. They right. never came. No John Lance. No Michael Porter Juniors. We got Wendell Carter Jr. You know, I mean, just fucking A, man. It just never worked out. But now where we're sitting is just so awesome. And I did want to thank everybody because in under, I don't know how, I think we're at like a 260 or something. I have to count again. But it was somewhere around there. We are over 50,000 all-time plays on our show. So I want to thank everybody that joins us on YouTube or listens to uh, us on Twitter 
or you know the people that take time to go to uh spotify or apple podcast or what is the google one google play or whatever it's fucking called um thank you because we hit over fifty thousand all-time listens on our show and under 300 episodes and from building from the ground up during the worst time of bulls basketball we started this is fucking amazing so i feel like we're on the roll alongside of the bulls right now we're just having a good time with it so yeah congrats congratulations on 50k buddy that that we have an anniversary and you didn't tell me before the show i'm so sorry it's okay i like surprises yeah so um but no i mean the last thing anybody can ever do is call us bandwagons because we have been <laughs> for a while i think it's just like i said I, I kept going back to last night's show when we were just like man it felt like so weird that i wanted mac mcclung and irsan Ilyasova. In. well and I, I saw zach sitting with Ursan on the bench and i was like build that chemistry <laughs> yeah yeah just keep talking to him just keep keep him around you know he's been on some winning teams you know like just keep them around a little bit and see what happens but fuck man i mean i'm, I'm hoping we get a blowout at home on wednesday i don't care if everybody's out for atlanta i don't care i just want matt just McClellan to throw down a fucking dunk i just that's all i want like is, it, is this 10 day gonna be up by then or is he still gonna no, have some legs on it i think he's still got some legs on it because what they signed him on oh you're oh no they signed him like tuesday last week so he should be yeah, ten so, days. Ten days would be like Friday. Yeah, so we have Wednesday then. We got Wednesday. We if got Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday might be all we got. <laughs> if I get one dunk out of him in his Bulls tenure against the Hawks, I'll just I be need super a Mac happy. Yak. Give me a Mac Yak, baby. I, I just need it. And if I see fucking Matt Thomas, one time I see him fucking try to create off the dribble, I'm tweeting at the Bulls account. I'm going at everybody. I'm saying, listen, put Matt McClung in before we have to let him go. He does not deserve to not play. Just let him fucking play. But with my luck of what me want, and this isn't a bad thing, but Zoe and Caruso will be ready to go. So it's like, all right. Zoe and Caruso are ready. Maybe we blow them out enough that, you know, Mac gets some uh, pity NBA minutes and we, we get a Mac yak. Man, I just want to see Mystic Mac throw the shit down, bro. Maction. I want some Maction in my life. All right, that's all. I, <laughs> that, that's all I got. You got anything else before we get out of here, man? No. We've got better nicknames and sayings for a guy that's never going to play for our team. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna make a t- I'm gonna make a t-shirt. I'm gonna make a t-shirt that says Maxion, the Max. Get a custom, yeah. get a custom Max jersey. Oh, I will. Yeah, what's his jersey number? I don't know because we haven't fucking seen it. <laughs> That's why I don't know. I need to know. Damn it! All right, everybody, be sure we're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted. Me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to us five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Run on over to the YouTube if you get a chance. Subscribe to our page. Hop into the comment section after every single Chicago Bulls win or loss. We are here doing a post game, so head on over to the YouTube and subscribe. We'll be back Wednesday after the Bulls take on the Atlanta Hawks again. Let's go Bulls.